0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of the expansion podcast i'm stavros
1: and
2: i'm mo back for another week
0: uh i'm anthony k double hello oh, anthony k. Double. straight
2: in there i like yeah. it
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a guest this week anthony k double um who hosts well produces a podcast you would like to tell us um about your podcast
1: um, it's funny because I don't even know what to call it. I suppose I could call it a podcast. I release it on like podcasting platforms, so it's on SoundCloud and it's on Spotify, but it's um they're audio plays, like audio dramas, like Sonic Cinema, Theatre of the Mind type stuff. So um Sonic I Cinema. Like, I like like yeah, yeah, I like yeah. Yeah. I Sonic Cinema. Sonic
0: Sonic Cinema, stick with that. That that is I okay. like, yeah. Sonic Cinema. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so essentially I'm like taking stories, true life stories, and through like dialogue and music and narrations just telling stories just essentially just letting you taking like a whole story just via just audio like through audio like I said sonic cinema so yeah. there's no visual aspect to it but with all the sound effects that we use the dialogue like we're hoping that we could just place the listener in the moment and they can kind of picture things how they want to the the actors and the characters can look the way they want them to look and it's always Interesting, hearing what different listeners feel like the characters look like, like in their minds.
2: That is true, actually, because sometimes I look at the artwork and I'm just like, "That's not how she looks, or that's not how (laughs) (laughs) how he looks," (laughs) (laughs) based upon my opinion. (laughs) That's
1: fair.
0: So, this episode we're going to be discussing uh, storytelling via the art of podcasting. So, we have crime Mm -hmm. podcasts, we have um, we have uh, lots of different genres of it, and. Anthony K. Double okay. is, is an expert in the field, so we brought him on, on board <laughs> yes. to, to discuss his, his storytelling methods and for us to, um, to talk, to have the, the discussion based around oh, that. Oh, I
1: appreciate it, appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank so, you for um, agreeing. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we started talking before we recorded, so I, I think we might as well just jump straight into that conversation and get, get that out of the way so we can okay. discuss it. So, so you are a man that said you want to hear all the critique that uh, you can you can. You can <laughs> I do, I do. Hey, listen, it's the only way we get better. That is You're true. a man of my own heart. Trust oh me. Oh my God! We just had this conversation before we I had this conversation earlier on. I said I like I, usually, I, I like hearing the negatives so I can improve on that because wherever I'm doing well, I'm really doing it well. I need to know what I'm doing poorly. I
1: don't want to OD on the negatives because I don't want to get discouraged. Don't get me wrong. Like <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying, Anthony. I
2: was fair, saying
1: I do, that. <laughs> no, no, no. But I do, I do want the negatives because to be fair, it's all good and well when everyone's saying good things, and that's great. Yeah. But if they don't tell you the bad things, then you can't get better at what you're doing. And yes. I'm trying to get to the, the the pinnacle of my game, so to speak. But um, yeah, I want the critique. I want all of it. So, well, okay.
2: basically, I don't know if I should say, Stab, before we recorded, I just said for him to... Be on his best behavior, no, no, no <laughs> and not no, no, no. just not upset the guests.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry, don't worry. Read the before, truth. Be, before we get into your uh, your storytelling process, how you get into, how you get the ideas, how you even record the mm. things. So you told us yeah. that you, this series you recorded uh, the la- the last series that you've done, which is called Love Lockdown. Uh, Love Lockdown. Yeah, you recorded yeah. that from home, and uh, so usually you're doing a studio. So if you could like to give us the, the 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 rundown of how you usually do it in the studio and how it's changed from you doing it in in the homes? Because I'd so, like to understand the difference.
1: Definitely. Typically what would happen is I'd write the story um, and the process, because the format of the stories changed. Before I just used to do one story and it was just one long story. Mm. And I used to leave it very open-ended to have a sequel if I wanted to. Okay. And okay. then now I've figured out that the way like a lot of people like to consume their content, they really, they're big fans of series.
2: Yeah. So the last definitely. two
1: stories have been serialized. So the first one was Love or Lust and that was 10 episodes and that's typically the format I wanted to do going forward, 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. because I wanted to release something in lockdown, it was just a quick, I don't want to call it a throwaway. Yeah, it kind of was a throwaway. I just wanted nope, to throw nope, something nope, together. It was love, It was
2: It was very, very good. I, must I appreciate say. it. Thank you. Yeah. Um,
1: just to put something together quickly, just to release something during lockdown. But um, with the old stories, typically they're about an hour and some change long and they were I'd say they take about twenty-five writing hours. Now, that twenty-five writing hours could take place in a week, or it could take place in two months. It all depends on how much time actually have to sort of sit down and write. Mm -hmm. Um, The love, love or lost, was one hundred and thirty-five pages long, and that took me—I don't even know how many hours I put into that, but that took a while. You know, a couple of revisions as well. But typically, I write the story, and then I start thinking about like the cast. So, like, I make myself a little wish list as to who I I ideally like. And I don't always get that, but um, typically what's happened is I've had friends that I feel like, you know what, this character falls in line with their character. So I'll get them to play this part because I feel like they'd be able to execute it. Um, I'm fortunate to have a couple of friends that are professional and some that you wouldn't really know they weren't professional. I feel they just have a knack for, for voiceovers. And um, yeah, that's how I've done it. We've gone to the studio. Shout out to Touchmark Studios. That's what I've typically recorded, although Love or Lust was recorded at Vix Mix Studios. Mm-hmm. But I go to the studio, we'd record, I direct. So the studio is always a lot of fun. So much fun. Like there's a lot of banter, there's obviously yes. food and drinks provided by me because it's not like I'm exactly paying anybody. So the least I can do is make the provide refreshments, make the atmosphere like as comfortable <laughs> as possible. We have a lot of bags, there's a lot of food. It's, it's sort of a really fun process. Like The bloopers are happening live. It's, it's great. And um, after it's recorded, then me and the engineer get together for however many sessions are necessary to sort of chop it up and put it together. So I go from my writer's bag to my director's bag to my EP bag. Okay,
0: okay. so approximately 25 hours plus to write it. When you're in the studio actually recording it, how long? Is that one long session or multiple sessions or, or what? So typically
1: we can get the old style that was like an hour and some change. We get it done in sort of like five, six hours. Okay. Love love or Lost took 11 and a half hours. And even then we just about got it done. And I mean, just. And how and long was that one? In-
2: Oh sorry, I was gonna say, did you do that in one session? Or? Yeah,
1: it was okay. in one take. One so we had a day. I had the studio from we booked it from ten to six. Okay. And then we ended up staying till oof, we got there about nine thirty and we ended up staying till about, about nine o'clock. Okay. That's yeah, and session. I was fortunate because um they were about to kick us out, but fortunately the person that had the studio session after me, unbeknownst to me, I knew them really, really well. So oh, okay. I thought we'd have to come back. And the thing is, because, again, everyone's volunteering their time to do it, it's kind of hard to sync up everyone's schedules to get them there to find a day that everyone's free.
2: Oh, trust, so if trust I, didn't do it, I, I understand. Because even to get guests on a podcast it's like a lot of like back and forth, not with you, by the way, but with like other people, just to get a guest, it can, it does turn in. So I can imagine trying to schedule like several different people um, for a big chunk of time is a bit of Mm. a um, a complicated affair to get done.
1: Yeah, no, because Love and Lost had 10 10 characters in it. So trying to get 10 schedules to sync up was a palaver. And I knew that if I didn't get it done then, I don't know how long it would take me to get because I might not necessarily need all the characters for the last bits, but even if I needed six, I don't know how long it would take me to get six schedules to line up again. So it's um, it's very tricky, which is why I do want to get to the place where I can pay people and then scheduling will be a lot,
2: okay. a lot better. Yeah. A lot easier.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, so we've got um, 25 hours writing. Yeah. Five to 11 hours potentially recording. So
1: with a new format, I reckon it's going to take about 12 hours. Okay, with the right 10 on. episodes, I reckon it'll take about 12 hours to get that done.
0: So the post-production side, how, how long?
1: See, now that, I couldn't even put a figure on it. It's so like, because I know that I could sit down with them for like maybe 20 hours, maybe, mm. or even 25 hours. Actually, no, I would say 20 hours. But then I know that they spend a further, maybe at least 10 hours sort of polishing up stuff. Okay. okay. And working on things that they don't necessarily need me for. So when we're together, we do things that they absolutely need me for, and then when we're away, they sort of in their free time sort of like polish up the bits that they want. And it's very interesting working with sound engineers as well. And I don't know if I'm going to morph into that person, but <laughs> I think because they want to put their because they're putting a name to it, they're very very particular about yeah. how things sound. Very particular. So um, there might be a little bit like they can't hear it. There's music in the background. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> they're insisted. It matters. and they're tinkering around with it for like it matters, 10 minutes it. and I'm like can you not do this later but um, I understand obviously if they're putting their name to it they need to make sure that it's something that they can stand behind and I, I respect that
2: but don't you find like the more of like your own podcast you do or even stuff like when with your podcast over time you get very um, finicky is that the word finicky. Um, With the finicky with yeah. the sound because there's things that I will obsess over that mm-hmm. I'll play it to someone and they're just like, I, I don't know what, what the issue is. And I'm like, can't you hear like that in the background? Can't. Or doesn't that sound funny to you? And everything. So I, yes.
1: obsess, I obsess over the music.
2: Right, okay.
1: I obsess over the music. So music's a big part of like the stories for me. And I love, I love music. So like even down to like my music selection, I try to make sure that every song fits the scene like as perfect as it can. And I want to make sure that the words are lining up in places where it fits the scene. Or I
0: have I could, a, I could tell, I could tell, I could tell. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> or I have a gap where like you could just hear the song and sort of listen to the words and I want it to, I don't want it to drown out the dialogue, but I still want it to be something that's, I don't want it to get lost. Yeah. So I'm particular, I'm particular about that. I'm also particular about, I want to say about delivery and it doesn't always happen because, Everyone can only deliver to their, the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. But like, even in love or Lust, uh, salute to Tyler, by the way, Tyler, Fierishin, he's a professional when uh, there was a scene where he was crying. And obviously it's not often you see like men cry and be that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, um, he delivered that scene. Like everyone in the studio at that moment felt that scene. Like it was, it was powerful, but before he did it, I told him, I'm like, bro, I need you to I need you to come with it. I need yes. whatever place you need to go to, I need you to go there and I need you to to come with it. I want people to listen to the scene and I want I want it to be a tearjerker for them listening to it. And um, yeah. Yeah, I think he delivered that.
0: Okay. All right. So um, did you get any other inspiration from uh, never mind the video. Did you get inspiration from uh, like BBC plays? Because this is something that was going on since the since the start of radio. There's always been, uh, what did we call it? Sonic cinema. There, there's yes. always been Sonic cinema. So some people might be new to this or they might think it's a new thing, but no, this is this is older than no, the music. This not, is older than even music on, on radio.
1: Do you know what? It's not new at all. And I did my research to find out that there's a lot like this and it kind of gave me ideas as to how I wanted to do it. But it's funny you say that because the way this came about, When I was in uni, uh, my university had a student radio station Mm. and I was a presenter on there. So what I used to do is I used to use songs to tell stories. So I'd like have a selection of songs and I'd narrate in between the songs to bridge from one song to another. Mm. And then I used to use that to tell the stories. There was no dialogue. So it was literally just a song, a bit of narration from me to bridge to the other song and then another song. And it kind of, organically morphed from that into what it is now. But then someone told me about the BBC. It's Radio 4, I believe it is?
0: Yeah. Radio 4 or Radio 5 or... Yeah, but...
1: I'm not too sure. I know it's one of them and I heard it, but it's a completely different genre. So I don't know... And I could be wrong and if there isn't any, like, or if there is any, like, please, by all means, let me know. So...
0: When when you say different genre, how how do you mean? What is it you've heard before then? So...
1: All the ones I've heard on, like, BBC are kind of, like, typical example, like, power and EastEnders are two different genres of, like, their dramas. Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Do
1: you understand what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. and I don't want to use the term urban, but, like, <laughs> it's, like, there's a you certain type of it. person that will relate to the, every, actually, that's not true. I feel like everyone can relate to the stories that I tell, but. Like the nuance of the language that is used, the places that they go to, the things and the activities that they partake in is very specific to like a certain demographic, if okay. that makes sense so like right. and the way I sort of model it because ultimately I see myself going on screen, and the way I model my work, I want it to be like like boomerang, and I always say this okay. just because boomerang was unapologetically black, however, it wasn't just black for the sake of being black they were all very successful in their fields they were all high-flying very powerful execs and i liked that representation of us
0: i think so like the idea of uh, black characters in a film as opposed to a black film yes yeah exactly yeah so i understand what you're saying so as a as a black writer you you're bringing your own you say these are true stories i don't know about this yeah (laughs) they're
1: based based, on true stories yeah (laughs) we'll get into that yeah
0: So you're, bring, you're bringing your own story or your own history or your own what you've heard, what you've seen, and your own mm. environment to to the screen, let's say, or to the, to, or to people's ears. So so yeah. so uh, like you're being unapologetically black. If if you live in that black experience, you grew up in a black family, yeah. You dated black people, so you don't want to water. I can that only down. tell it
1: from my perspective. Exactly. Well, that's but, not true. As a writer, you should be able to tell it from other people's yeah, yeah, perspective. Yeah. But I want, I choose to tell it from my perspective. Mm.
0: But you don't. You're not pushing it as this is a black. No, just, I just sort of. happen, I just so happened to be telling a story featuring black characters and, yes, and exactly. there it is. So exactly. okay so yeah so I'll, to be I'll get fair, you I
2: I I didn't even I didn't even think all the characters in all your stories are necessarily like black. I kind of just felt obviously everyone was like from like London and stuff like that, but I
1: didn't Yeah, I do it. want it to be specific yes. to London as well and yeah. that's intentional. So yeah. I do want London to feel I do want people to listen to it and feel like they've got an insight to what London culture is like. Yeah. And London culture is very cosmopolitan, but at the end of the day, like I said, if I'm telling it from my perspective, then it is gonna have a certain black gloss to it, if yeah. that makes sense. Okay. But I always want to paint it in a positive light in terms of like success. I always try to do that. Okay, I don't want yeah, it to be the sort of like, I don't know, cliche stuff. Sometimes yeah. it yeah. has to work out that way, but I always wanna tell it from a yeah, from a positive light.
0: Understood. Understood. So, um, so Mo, mm-hmm. what what do you think? Like, uh, in terms of like Anthony's style of telling the sonic cinema compared to like audio books, do you feel what? Do you prefer one to the other, or do you feel that they they overlap, or is it like no, these are completely different sections or or whatnot?
2: Yeah, because even like with um Anthony's um podcast, I kind of discovered it because I was listening to another podcast called Black Widow Pod, which I would describe as, uh, you know, audio erotica with stories. Okay, okay, (laughs)
0: okay,
2: okay. Okay. Yeah, Um, but um, so I discovered that and then I finished the first season of that and I was looking for something new. So I thought, okay, I saw your podcast on SoundCloud, so I thought I'd start listening to it because with audiobooks I do enjoy an audiobook but because it's only ever one person telling the story it's it can it can only go so far so you're listening and you're you know you're still using a lot of your imagination whereas I feel like with the actual like storytelling podcast it's more about being kind of like put into this whole world That's so you, I can I can hear when they're in the restaurant I can hear when they're like you know when they're close to each other you can you know you know when they're talking it's their inner thoughts versus oh. when they're talking to each yes. other so all of those nuances that you don't really think about when you're watching something, but when you're listening to something are so important to help you like, you know, to to, place story. You, to
1: put you in this, yeah. to put you in the moment. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I find like, it's almost kind of like a heightened audio book for me. I still love my audio books, um, but I feel like this is like slightly different. So I
0: get what you're saying. So like, if for instance, if in a in, in a audio book, they a person said, "I went to the to the restaurant with my partner and then we broke yeah. up." it's different than in a in a sonic cinema where it said, "I went to the restaurant. We were at the restaurant and you heard yeah. the clinging of the bottles. You heard the, the oh. background t- talking and somebody laughing." Yeah, when we break up and and so these are the difference. Where I feel it's almost like filling in, like you said, filling in the senses. So obviously you're only using your ears, but with yes. those other things, it's like it's it's giving me the smells, it's giving me the taste. Yeah. That's it. And so yeah. it does flesh it out in your brain that this is more than just it is almost like you you fill in the pictures a lot more. It helps you to fill in I feel yeah. in it. It helps you to fill in the picture. Yeah. So you do have this. Now that person doesn't look like that. Well I, I pictured this person bigger than that because of all the sounds and the things that I heard in, in yeah. the, the pod so um it's
2: it's almost like audio description you know like for um people that have like hearing impairments it's just that added kind of like descriptors yeah that really really help and everything so yeah i like it
0: okay so um you said you don't count your your sonic cinema as a podcast
2: Mm. this is awkward um, and you're on the expansion pod. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you
0: know what it's like because i had, I had to search to for you hard to find it. it on apple Podcasts because uh, it is on apple Podcasts. i had to find it um is to, it like yeah it is there yeah That's I was listening to it so um yeah i had to go around the back okay i found it so uh, yeah okay, I'll, I'll give SoundCloud you I'll, Spotify, I'll give you the
1: soundclouds apple apple kind of blocked me and yeah, i get it because I've, I've, I've got i've got music in it and um I wouldn't say it's fully licensed as such. So, okay. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong; I don't use that much of it, and it's always talking over it. But um, we're getting there. We're getting there. But um, yeah, it's not to steal anyone's likeness and to profit off it. Like, like if anyone listens to what I do, then the music collectively is a big part, and I'm never going to say that it's not. But yeah. the story is what people come for. They don't because they can go and listen to the music on their own if they want to. Yeah. so um the story obviously is a big is a big part of it but um
2: it's funny because uh, me and staff were talking off mic about the music um, mm-hmm. so I am of like music in podcasts, even not even just storytelling podcasts so even in my own. Yeah. Um, I for different sections I'll have a musical interlude or if we have a section where one person is like talking and telling a story or doing a summary or something a I'll nice put bit. music underneath yeah. it and yeah. everything. whereas he disagrees with me quite a lot on this because he'll literally message me and be like you're putting too much music in your podcast I, I don't want to hear that I don't think so it's, it's one of those things it's, it is very subjective but I find that music is such a good way to help Take the story along um, and tell a story, but also in just like even um, discussion podcasts, like we're having, it's also good markers and also to kind of like highlight um, different sections of the pod. Um, but I suppose
1: yeah, good. no, you could definitely use music to do that. And then certain times when you've got sort of not dead air or dead space, but there's always something going on.
2: yeah sort of thing. Yes. So like,
1: there's always something sort of filling the space. And you don't want it to be overbearing. Like, you don't want it to be, like, the focal point, so to speak. I suppose the the, the audio point. But, um, yeah, I just feel like it just helps to, I don't know, just polish off a bit, a bit of embellishment.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like you said, the music sets the mood as well, the tone, like, and and also fits in with the story.
1: Yeah. But um, in terms of a podcast, because podcasts i are always, like, and yeah, you've got so many different genres of podcasts, exactly. like finance podcasts, um, self-help podcasts, entertainment podcasts. And I've got a whole set of podcasts that I listen to. But I remember when I got into the podcasting space and mm. um, when I built my podcasting sort of catalog as to what I listen to, it all built initially just off the one podcast that I listened to and okay. they'd have... Guests on there, and I'd say, All right, let's go and check theirs out. Let's go and check theirs out. Okay, but I feel which,
2: like... which one was that, if you don't mind me asking?
1: So, the first podcast I've listened to, and what got me into podcasts was Brilliant Idiots.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. I don't so, I I've only I... listened to it a few times. You listen to that stuff, don't you?
1: I do. I do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I, I, it's not from... my cup of tea.
1: I like <laughs> it. I'm not going to front. I like it. And then from <laughs> listening to that, they have guests on. So, from that, I started listening to Tax Season. And then from taxis, and ah, okay. I started, I started listening to Desus and Samero, and they actually became that's my favorite podcast.
2: Yeah, I like them. Yeah, oh,
1: they're okay. really and they've, they've funny. moved on to TV. They have, yeah. but they're really fun, They're so funny. Um, and then I listen to the read occasionally as well. And then from yes, there, I started I like to read. realizing that there's other things that you can so. Like, I'm Christian as well. So, like, I listen to like, Transformation Church. I listen, oh, to, my I listen church. to
2: Transformation Church. Yeah. Oh. I listen to, <laughs> I'm so excited to meet someone that also listens to it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I listen to um, Jesus and Jalof as well. Like, I yeah, think that's yeah. really funny. So, like, and then there's a few sort of like, I don't know whether to call them self help or just, I don't know. Like, but I listen to like James Altucher. I think that's good. I listen to the Art of Charm. I think that's pretty good. So now I have like a, Big sort of range of podcasts I listen yes. to, but they all seem to follow like a format. If that makes sense, it's like open discussion about okay. a topic. Whereas this isn't a discussion as such. Yeah, which is why like I'm trying to encourage more people to sort of get into this space because I feel yes. like the first people to do podcasts, it's like oh I've got a podcast, and it's like what is that? Because people don't really know about it. Whereas now yes. everyone's kind of into podcasts, so I feel like the more people come into this arena. The more attention I'll bring to it, and ultimately, I think the better for everyone.
0: That's so you're, you're not a fan of jumping in there and, and keeping and pulling the ladder up behind you, so that you solidify yourself. No. What's the point? <laughs> What's the point? Because the thing you is, so that's what, what like, I that's what I do. I don't want anyone what, coming that's up. That's what he wants me. to do. <laughs> he do you
2: know, he doesn't do you know he doesn't is? want he doesn't want any other podcasts like in Supreme. his face. He he's got the corner, mark um, you know, covered for wait? black men. Talking.
0: You're taking the joke too far. <laughs> so go, on, Anthony. Go, on, Anthony.
1: The way I look at. It, I can only write so much. I can only produce so much. Yeah. And then after you've listened to me, like, listen to, like, especially if you're listening to it on a commute, for instance. So exactly. at least if there's someone else in the arena, I can say, you know what? If you're done listening to me, go and check out Mo or go check out Stravos. Like they've got something similar. And yes. then my audience goes to you and they see what you've got going on. And then when they're done with you, then maybe you transfer some of your audience onto me, but then it brings more people into the space. If I'm here on my own, then I only have my audience and that's it. I don't get other audiences. So I'm happy to share audiences, but I feel the more people come into the arena, the more attention it brings from the, like from everyone. And then it becomes sort of like commonplace, like the way podcasts are. And then, you know, if you are delivering good content, You don't really have to worry. And it's something my wife said to me as well. And I said to her, like, look, if someone wants to do this, I'm happy for them to do this. Because if they've taken time, because it's not easy. Like we've broken down, you have to write the story. Then you have to record the story and direct it. Then you have to produce it. So if you've taken your time to do that and you've come up with a good product, I can't take any credit for that. You've done that. Mm -hmm. And like more power to you.
2: Well that's what I always say because I think some podcasters have said like oh the space is getting quite crowded but I don't think it is I think there's always space for more like I like always think about there's times where I'm looking for a new podcast to listen to and I discover new ones as well and what I'm realizing as well like from what you were saying is that Guesting and collaborating with other podcasters is such a great way for people to discover yeah, your content. Absolutely, because absolutely. when I because I have to I when I started my podcast I went for that whole thing of explaining to people what a podcast is, and I'm like, okay, hand me your phone. You see this icon? You've been ignoring. Yeah, <laughs> there's a ignoring. whole world. There's a whole world in there that you can like enjoy. And what I find is a it's, lot of it my goes friends
1: in there with Garage bands. Yes, and, and um, <laughs> Pages and a few of the other icons. Yeah. <laughs> Never, ever And that, that
2: finance app that no one ever yeah. opens. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, like there's loads of stuff in there. So what I find, I do find a lot of my time, I'm recommending um, podcasts to people, um, yes. including your own as well. I've sent it to oh, so many people to you. say, listen to this. It's really good, entertaining. I'm all, I'm all
1: about the shares, man. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I- well, I have a gripe with you. The current series, um, I wasn't happy with the ending.
0: Okay, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. Well, you have to put a a, put a spoiler alert on them before you get into that.
2: Oh yeah, I don't want to spoil it for any like new listeners. Do go and listen to um, Anthony's podcast. We'll put a link in the podcast description.
0: Thank Um,
2: you. But yeah, I I think
0: maybe you could tell him about your grievances after we finish, so that so that we don't. Yeah, I'll say
2: I say afterwards, but I I did like. Go on,
0: sorry, Stab. I will say that I I listened to the last episode with my wife about well, two three okay. hours ago of the of the last my series. So my wife, my wife, yeah, my my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listened to the end of Love Lockdown because um I had listened to the first four episodes and then um it's like oh I hope because I hope there there aren't any more episodes that I'm not gonna miss out. I want to he- I want to hear the whole thing before I speak to you. I was I, was, I got really yeah, I was very impressed, very impressed, and um. I gave her the rundown and I said, let me uh, play you the last episode. Now, my wife is not into podcasts at all. She does not listen to mine, let alone anybody wow, else's. seriously? No, does she... she listen to yours at least? Nope. She's not interested wow. in podcasts. She doesn't. she doesn't. I try and get her into like, even like other ones for people that I think maybe things that she might be interested in. So more women focused. Yeah. She's not interested. She don't care. But I, <laughs> does I played she not this. Even listen
2: to the episodes that she's on, on your one? She does not listen to podcasts. Oh, okay.
0: Wow, she doesn't. So, um, and she's hardly ever on any podcast, so so no. Um, so I played the last episode in the living room and uh, through the big speaker, and usually yeah. she's after a while she's like, please, like, uh, uh, please leave me alone, like, don't, don't stop forcing it <laughs> down my throat. She was at the end by the end of the episode, no word of a lie. She was dancing to the music and like dancing around the, the living room because she wow. and was happy with the ending of the episode. Mm. Of okay. The episode. Now the thing is I feel
2: like need to maybe to ask to people what they think of the ending. Cause I was I've had
1: several different um I've had a lot of feedback about the end. But yes. when you talk to me about it, when we can talk about it, if you go, I don't know in the description you could put like blank out yes. from this time to this time for <laughs> this point. But um it's very interesting how the how the ending came about. But um, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll it's to up that. to you, Mo. Yeah.
0: I, I can put in that, that disclaimer in the in the uh, show notes if you want. And if you want to just go for it, it's up to you, Mo.
2: I, d- I don't want to spoil it because, I've you know, even though you put it, um, I feel like people still like listen. But okay, I can say it without giving it away. But basically, it's a love story mm-hmm. and it's a bit of a love triangle. And mm-hmm. the outcome of the love triangle, I wasn't happy with.
1: So, what do you do? You think he had it too easy?
2: Yes, and I also think, you know, as men do, waste people's time. So, but you know, that's my own problems. You know, slightly triggered and all of that stuff.
1: That's what it's meant (laughs) to do, though. It's supposed to be very relatable, and because they're based on true stories, because they're based on true stories as well. There's people can always relate to it, even if it's not directly. They've got a friend that they know has been in a very similar situation. So, you know
2: um the girl that was um UK-based? What was yep. her name, her character's name? Zoe. Zoe. So I saw myself in Zoe.
1: Okay. So
2: I felt Zoe was shortchanged,
1: big time. Do you know, do you know what's funny about that situation? Yeah. <laughs> I had to revise the script. I feel scripts. like
2: I'm reliving it again, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> I had to revise the scripts because when I wrote it. I spoke to Elaine, and we're like, and I send it to. There's five people that I, I send it to just to sort of like listen, and um, sorry, not listen, read it, and then just let me know what their thoughts are. Oh, okay. And they they didn't think that Zoe was likable, so me and Elaine had to go back in and like rewrite it and just to make make sure that Zoe was likable. Hold on, you, so made way, you made her more likeable. Pardon? You made her more likable. So the way it was written before, <laughs> originally we yeah. felt that everyone was just going to root for Taylor and that's it. And no one would care yes. about Zoe or her feelings. Yeah. So we had to go in and rewrite it to make it more balanced. Yes. So there was some people on this side and some people on that side. And I yeah. think in the end, we achieved that. And the only reason why I say that is because I did a poll on um, Instagram before episode five and asked if there was team Zoe or team Taylor. And right. most people were Team Zoe, but by the end, after episode five, most people were Team Taylor. So,
2: okay. yeah, I think,
1: I think it worked. I think we achieved what we planned to when we did the revision.
2: Well, okay. I was definitely Team Zoe, but that's my so own huge. personal issues that are coming no, to the surface good,
1: there. <laughs> I, do want, I, I want people to be able to see themselves in the characters. More fun.
0: Than <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, but
2: um, do go and listen to it, definitely.
0: Okay, so Moe, Moe is a, a bit of a writer herself and um <laughs> Okay. And uh, well she she blogs, so I don't know if you want to count that serious writer, but uh, what I found I'm laughing cause <laughs> to... Go on.
2: No, no, go on, sorry.
0: <laughs> what I found um in yours, I would say like I'm I'm a budding wannabe writer myself, that you you seem to I would say like get the texture of the characters very yeah. much as well. So I think that that was what impressed me a lot. It wasn't the surface stuff was was fine and whatnot. But once you drill down into the texture of a character, I was like, oh, this person is really cognizant of how people feel, as opposed to just how they talk. And I thought that that is where I felt the the emotion. Um, would come, the weight of 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 your of the podcast, I'm still calling it a podcast, but um, the way of the podcast came No, from you from can
1: that. call it a podcast. Again, I don't know what to call it. I'm, I'm living, I am living in the podcast space and the platforms yes. I use are typically podcasting platforms. So for me to say, oh, it's not a podcast, like it's a bit of a slap in the face. So you can call it a podcast, but, it's not your typical
0: podcast. Okay, but all right. So this, this, was, this was on the list of things to discuss anyway, so we've organically got there. Where do you see this going forward then? Where, do, is it a, a monetizing thing? I heard you talk about TV or, or movies or, or something on the so, screen or stage even. Like, where do you see it going term, forward? Short term, which I think, I think
1: I'm kind of doing now. Short term, I just want to be more consistent. I just want to make sure I can carve out the time to release content on a regular basis. Mm. Right. Midterm... I want to get to a place where I no longer have to pay for it because every time I do it, it costs me about a thousand pounds. Wow. Yeah. So for the, so actually let me not say that's not true because the last one didn't cost me anywhere near that much because I did it all at home. Yeah. Um, well,
0: yeah. We need to discuss the home, the home recording. That, as well. that
1: cost a fraction of it, but love or loss cost me about a thousand pounds. And the ones before that, they typically cost about 600. And I'm calling in like, major favors as well like and that's costs, costs all bit.
2: your out-of-pocket kind of like yes. expenses yep. so that's all yep. about of your for the love, for the love for the
1: love for the love of the, of the space because
2: we so, talk yes. about that we've talked about how podcasting a lot of us we do it because we love it mm. and um I don't. when people ask me like how much money do you make i always say ask me how much i spend
1: <laughs> that's a, <laughs> exactly that's a better exactly. figure <laughs> So um, mid- mid-term, I want to get to a point where I no longer have to pay for it. That would right. be brilliant. Um, and then long-term, long-term, I'd love to get on screen. And that's not because I don't respect the audio space and I feel like I'll always do that because if not for anything at all, mm. I think it will be a good test for stories anyway to sort of check the temperature and see how people respond to a story. And if there's a lot of take-up, then it's like, all right, cool. Let's move this one to screen.
0: So when you say for the screen, do you mean such as, let's say, for instance, um, uh, like, actually, somebody sent me a a job interview thing for Disney, actually, for writing. So maybe I'll send it to you afterwards because it's seen as, I don't know if if it's finished or not, but I'll send it to you. Is it something along the lines of, oh... um, disney might want to write and let me just go and do that and i'm just leaving that to the side or is it no i must drag this with me these are my things these are my babies and i want those on screen Listen, as opposed to i just want to write for the screen
1: if oh, someone okay. wants to pay me to write on screen because the funny thing about if i'm being honest up until love or lust where i feel like i really challenged myself because i needed to have a very good cliffhanger at the end of every episode, I needed to make sure every episode was a certain length. I needed okay, to make yeah. sure that like I had enough backstory and I still kept people captivated. Up until the like love or lust in the reaction of it, I wouldn't actually call myself a writer, I just call myself a creative. Oh, and it wasn't okay. until that one was done I felt like, okay, maybe I should I can give myself like the credit enough of saying that I am a writer, because I feel like I've written enough and I feel like my writing has got to a point where I feel like it's it's respectable.
2: But do you no, not find to... that's funny? Like people say things like that because um, I was talking to Stav about his writing, mm. and it's so funny that how people are so shy or reluctant to say that. Oh yes, I'm a writer. I'm, you know, I'm a producer. I'm a creative. Why? I don't why know. I think because
1: just... we didn't come about it is. just the the conventional way. Mm. Like some people have gone the conventional way about becoming a writer. They've gone to like courses and school when they studied this okay. whereas for me I just I had a laptop and I'm like I've got a story and I just started writing and yes. that's it and I suppose like from the I don't know the very essence of the word if you write you are a writer but I have enough respect for the craft for me not to just willy-nilly just throw the term around I, I feel like I would be quicker to give it to someone else than I was to give
0: it to myself
2: yeah yeah but I feel that's with a lot of things though
0: Mm. yeah okay yeah i guess once you get to a certain stage in your craft that's when you feel okay i'm I'm equipped to call myself that so for instance podcasting i will call mm. myself a podcaster because i've been doing it for a long time and I'm, I'm i'm good at it so i know i'm good at it end of so but as a writer i love that though, energy talk that talk i've been writing for <laughs> i've been writing since i was 13 so i've been writing for nearly oh, wow. 30 nearly 30 then
1: you're years. fully you're fully a writer but, no you but the difference no, the difference
0: between podcasting and writing is that if you want to look at my podcasting I've got 10 years of material I can shove at you of uh, thousands of hours like literally I think it's thousands of hours I can toss in the other direction there you go that's my that's, there's my work whereas with writing even though I've been doing it for so long it's all hidden it's all, it's all hair Most seen a couple of bits but it's it's inside. So because it's not shared necessarily or because somebody eyes haven't seen it. I was about to say free it. Free free the free the material. I'm getting to that point actually now, so we'll see. We'll get
2: you should right. have a conversation, you and Anthony together.
0: I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Post
2: post after the um um the recording.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm sure our listeners are not interested in that part. So so anyway, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, as in like you guys, just catch up on, you know, r- yeah, yeah, writer okay, type okay, stuff.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. But like I said, I'm not a writer. So, yeah. um, okay. So yes. So we have the writing. We have the uh, the what well, sound effects. Do you yeah. choose what sound effects are? You, you talk about your engineer. Are they the ones who do the bulk of that work?
1: Everything, everything. Like so much so that like the cast and the, <laughs> the cast and the engineers. And I'm I'm learning to change that. They feel like I hold on too tight.
2: Okay. Right. Like
1: when I say like you listen to like, if you listen to audio plays, I write every word. And mm. maybe that's why it takes so long because I can write a scene and say, okay, this is the conversation it needs to be about this and just let them freestyle it. Mm. And a lot, a lot of people write that way. And that way they can release like content very quickly. And then you have to trust the actors that you're working with to be able to deliver yeah. on that level, to be able to, to give them that license, that, that artistic license to just go. Whereas like, the slangs, the the laughs, the jokes, everything. I write every word.
0: Okay. So and you're a control freak. You understand. Okay. I wanna,
1: welcome I to the club. Much, this is they, a safe if space. They, if they, if they trip control freaks. Welcome. Like the longer lines, they tend to trip over a lot. Then I can say, Do you know what? Change it to a way that you would say it. That is saying the same thing, okay. and I'd allow for that. But typically, I, you, you, when you come and you've got the script, you don't have to guess about what it is you're going to be doing. You know like everything is there and when it comes to the sound effects like every last detail I want this I want that I want the shower sound I want the sound of sizzling bacon I want like the restaurant backgrounds
2: where do you You even get like the say like the bacon sound or a shower sound
1: so one or two things happen I either go onto YouTube and I record it and I rip Um. the sound from a scene or from someone actually do it or I actually do it okay so yeah, you're, like, like
2: recording your own like sound effects.
1: Yeah, sometimes so, you have to. You know, there's sometimes a, you have
0: to. Well, obviously it's, it's your business. So I'm assuming you do know, but just for our listeners, there are a large mm-hmm. catalogue of online, free as well uh, resources for sound effects. Uh, I know BBC. Actually, speaking of BBC again, they have one that they've uh, done. I think this year, sometime actually, early this year, where okay. they have a, a resource of free BBC sound effects. A lot of stuff that. So you put in a search, you find whatever you want. I found that when I use, the odd time I do use sound effects for for my podcast, unless it's something a bit more, um, how can I put it, a bit more uh, less less commercial. So something if I'm looking like for Jamaican sound effects that you might hear in in a in a bashment in in Trenchtown, I'm not necessarily going to find that on your traditional sound effects page. So I might have to go to YouTube there and, and go to a sound clash and, and pull something off there. But generally, I can find them off of these things and you get wave files, you get good quality stuff.
1: I'll give, I'll, give, I'll give that a go. I'll give that a go. But typically what we've done, so we use Logic, all my, both my engineers use Logic, I use Logic now. They have a decent database. YouTube, you can typically find whatever it is you're looking mm-hmm. for. And then sometimes if it's not quite right, just get it done yourself. Like typical example, the kissing noises. The best kissing noises come from just, unless you're actually kissing, just kissing the back of your hand. And it sounds very more I just assumed
2: the actors were kissing each other. Okay. I
1: don't have I don't have enough bank I don't have enough bank for that. you know what? Enough, that literally just dawned
2: on me. I thought they were just kissing each other.
1: I don't have enough bank for that. <laughs> it's just like it's just like swordfish. They had to pay Halle Berry half a million dollars to see them cities. I don't I don't have enough bank for that.
0: Well, I Fair think enough. It, it shows to the work or to Mo's way of thinking that she actually <laughs> thought that people were actually kissing when she had I'm the kiss. I'm flattered. Absolutely flattered. Feel ba- bit, I, feel
2: bit, um, I feel like I feel like it's um, um, a magician's trick that's been revealed to me
1: or something <laughs> like that. Right, since, I'm
0: you see behind the curtain. <laughs> since <laughs> yeah. we've opened up the curtain, you've given us one example. Are there any other examples of things that you've actually done yourselves for the sound effects? So I don't know. So I know sometimes when they're talking about thunder, people like have, was it like a metal sheet that they metal, back yeah, on the yeah, yeah. yeah are there any things that, that you've done or you've Hats. had to figure out oh this is how we've done cars I don't know whatever anything else so
1: shower running water cooking sizzling bacon is the best that you can actually sizzle bacon and it just it gives a nice authentic sound that's just like, oh, cooking's taking place. And you could be doing anything. I could be boiling rice and I'll probably still use sizzling bacon because in your (laughs) mind, (laughs) even though I've said, I'm like cooking, I'm boiling rice, all you hear is cooking. And when you hear sizzling bacon, you just picture like a pan and you picture something going on. Do you understand what I mean? So sometimes like if you're very, and I suppose some people are very, very critical, be like, that sounds not typically that, but I get what you're trying to do. That makes sense yeah so yeah we do we do things like that
2: nice nice you guys um stab you I know you've sometimes use a soundboard on your podcast yeah
1: um
2: <laughs> I I went through a phase of using a lot of sounds on my podcast I think I got a bit carried away I listened to Joe Biden's podcast and I was just like yeah like I'm gonna have like you know the the horns and the
1: I go on and off Joe Budden's podcast
2: blast or something like that. And then I got I got a little bit carried away. And then now I just use sounds to um, break up sections. Um either sounds or music. And then also I use sounds to punctuate certain points that I want my listeners to like concentrate on. So yes. I'll have like a bell sound like when it's especially where people are saying like a list of tips. I'll do like a bell sound for each tip to kind of like um, point out that this is, these are things that everyone needs to listen to. So yeah,
1: I these are like it's it. cherries on top of a cake. It's just yeah, like, it might seem like little things, but it's just those little bits are just the you know just to give it a nice little polish. Yeah,
2: off. yeah. The, the, what they could say the um, chef's kiss. The, mwah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know that, um, so I spoke and I said uh, I'm an audio snob when it comes to podcasts. I think because I've been doing yeah, it for so honest. long, I've got to that point now where I'm very critical and so is Mo. So Anthony, if, you're, if, if you are in that realm, what, what, what do you listen to podcasts sometimes? You feel, oh man, you could have done that or I can't listen to this podcast anymore. This is not to do with the content per se, but more to do with the audio quality itself. See, now this is a thing. When it comes to
1: podcasts, I'm all about the content. I'm all about the content, and that's why I'm listening.
0: So it doesn't matter if if the audio is very. If the audio is,
1: you know what? Here's one thing I don't like that podcasters do. Some podcasters do, and this really irritates me. I bet
0: I'll do it. Go on. I'm ready to do it. Go for it. I hate when they eat on the mic. Ah, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, it's irritating. High
2: five. I hate that as well.
1: Like i get it like you've had to like especially for like the big time podcasters like you've had to squeeze this podcast into your busy day of like no. recording and filming no and excuse. being in the, no. whatever but and you have to try and squeeze the time to eat but like you hear them talking and eating oh, just, no mute yourself.
2: Like mute yourself i can't i can't stand eating or chewing because I, I listened to one where if someone was chewing gum i just stopped listening i was just like no nah, i'll listen to the next episode when that guest is not there.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it it, it irritates me. I don't like it. Um, If the sound quality is very bad, then to the point where I'm struggling to hear, then yeah, that's a wrap. I'd skip skip that episode. But for the most part, with podcasts, it's all about content. Now, if someone was to do something similar to what I'm doing, I think I'd be a lot more critical.
2: Okay, I get what you mean. I suppose because Mm. the sound is so integral to the storytelling. Yeah.
1: All
2: right. I f- I think... I, I, I thought you were gonna ask me what my pet peeve was, but maybe another episode. No, go, shoot, on. No, well, well, go what are ahead, your pet peeves? <laughs> Well, glad you asked. Um, <laughs> um yeah, I would say the eating, drinking, chewing as well. Um, and then just people like playing with their microphone, like drives me a bit crazy. Um but yeah, those, those are things things that just distract me. I don't mind background noise. I don't mind if like your child is playing in the background or I can hear police sirens. Because to be honest, that kind of like adds to like the texture of the podcast, if that makes sense. Mm. So, you know, I often record if my windows open, you can hear the kids playing, the, the birds chirping. I love all of that. But it's just those like irritating sounds.
1: Speaking of that, back to the content. Another thing that I... I... I like when they do and I don't like when they don't do. And maybe some people need a producer or they just need a pen and paper in front of them is when they start talking about a point, they go off on a tangent and they don't come back to that point. It's like right. not you okay. wanted to hear. But it's like, they forget. And we're only human. It, it's going to happen, especially if you're doing an organic podcast. And it's not like overly like, it's not scripted, is it? So it's like, yes. this is what we're going to talk about. So that gets to me uh, when they start talking about things with no context.
2: Okay, so you like the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. background. Like give me let me know, like I'm not like I'm not privy to your private conversations. So you right. come and you just started talking about something. I might not have listened to your previous episodes. Yes. And you just started talking about something assuming that I know and I, I don't. Like you've got yes. certain podcasts that are like three, four, maybe five hundred episodes deep, and you spoke about an episode fifty. I have no clue and I'm not gonna go and listen to five hundred episodes. I get
2: you.
1: So yeah. yeah. From a content perspective, I, I like when people do give, and again, you either need to be very cognizant of that or have a producer on deck to sort of prompt you about these things.
2: Do you think that's because that's the storyteller part of you in terms of like, you wouldn't tell a story like that in terms of like, start it in the middle?
1: No, think- I think that's just from being a fan and being a listener. Uh, okay. like, I want to know what you're talking about. Exactly, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: No, nah, I hear you. Yeah.
1: And now I have to try and infer.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, some of us prepare for our podcast, some of us don't. So, hey,
0: and Salute You know, not mention
2: any names.
0: Salute to those I do. I think Mo critiques uh, my podcast because uh, there are plenty of topics that we're discussing off the cuff. And um, if we don't necessarily know the ins and outs of the subjects, then we'll just say, oh, well, we don't know what happened here or there. But I don't you think that's what not. Anthony's... I don't think that's what Anthony's talking about. I think what Anthony's talking about is... People are talking about X, Y, and Z. Everybody knows exactly what they're talking about in the actual podcast themselves, but yeah. they haven't explained to the person that's listening. To your listeners, that yeah. Un- unless they they know the subject already, or mm, yeah. so it could be something that is out there in the world, and so they might just assume, oh, well, you already know. But no, I don't because mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't on Twitter that day or I didn't read that article, I didn't mm. read the news. Mm. Or it's something that just happened with them. It's an insular story. And instead of telling us, oh, this is what happened four years ago when we went out to this this such and such and this is what we're talking about, they just carry on talking about it. It's like, yes. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so which, yeah. which, which, which we don't do. I take great um, uh, aims to make sure I don't do that. There are times, in fact, very often, probably every week, there'll be one episode or there'll be one subject where I'm talking, and it's almost like I apologize for explaining it because I'll exp- because okay. I don't want to seem like I'm talking down to anybody. But it's like you might not know what's going on in Israel, or you might not know about uh, the Chinese Muslims. So in my last episode, I speak yeah. about Israel, I speak about Palestine, I talk about the Chinese and Hong Kong and the different. And some people are just not going to know about these things, so I spell it out. I talk about when Britain gave Palestine, uh, sorry, um, Israel to the Jews. No, everybody knows all that stuff. So it's like, uh, what do you mean British? Uh, well, I'm t- so I explain it a bit before we go into it because I don't want people to be like, I don't know what these guys are on about and to skip forward or whatever. Whereas some other people are listening and they're like, Ruff, we know this. Why would you explain this? This is common sense. So I'm, I know I'm always aff- affecting one part. No,
1: it's good to sort of explain you know. where you're coming from. Like, just don't assume that people know what you're talking about. And if they do, just a brief, a brief recap, a brief overview is just enough. Yeah. Like to give some sort of context to what you're talking about, and in that way, if they want to go and learn more, then they can go off and do that, but then mm. they still get a, like an idea of what it is you're talking about, like they're not lost,
0: yeah. Okay. All right, Mo.
2: So, um, Anthony, you're our second set of guests because we okay. had um, our flying solo episode, and what we ask our guests every time we have them is, um, what. Is it true, um, and I'm just trying to remember what podcast you listen to and a podcast tip. Do yes. I remember that
0: advice, correctly? Advice you can as a podcast, yeah, as a as a podcaster or a sonic um, storyteller. Uh, yeah, advice that you could give to anybody trying to get into the game or is in the game and needs a bit of a, or, or anything. Any tips that you could give, and then a podcast that you'd you'd like to recommend to to our listeners.
1: Yeah. Um, in terms of podcasts, i recommend. It all depends on what you're into, because again, like from a Christian perspective, I feel like Christian entertainment, Jesus and Joloff is really good. Mm. Uh, if you just want to listen to a sermon, I think Transformation Church, shout out to WT as well, Worship Tabernacle, that's really good. From oh, you a, have to
2: send me that one afterwards.
1: I will do. I will do. From a, you see when they say trash TV?
2: Yeah, just, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Trash, <laughs>
1: like, I, and I don't think it's trash. Like, I think it's like, it's like current affairs or whatever, just, different people's takes I really like and I have to give them a shout because the first podcast that I ever listened to and it's what got me into podcasts but salute to brilliant idiots they've been going for a okay. while yeah. and I really enjoy it I really enjoy it I feel like it's um a unique perspective and they do try to be they do like to be somewhat objective and I do like the fact that and you don't get this in a lot of podcasts they don't always agree yeah because when you get podcasts of people that always agree it's like this is the way we think and that's all you're going to get yeah you don't hear that other other side
2: side of the argument andrew
1: challenges Charlemagne, and Charlemagne challenges andrew Mm. don't get me wrong they do agree Mm. a lot of the time but they're not scared to challenge each other on view that they might not necessarily agree on so at least you can i don't have to question how objective they're being like they have thoughts and they have reasons why they think that way but they do challenge each other so it's like i'm not just it's not sheep think like yeah. This is how we think, and this is where we're directing you to, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I do like that, and um, and yeah, then, uh, like it, in it, terms it, of advice,
2: yeah, go for
1: it. If you want to do a podcast, yo, just do it. Just try and make sure your content is unique. Make sure that like, you're not doing it just to do it. You actually have something you want to talk about, and um, is that old saying? If you build it, they'll come. Like sometimes oh, it's a very talent. slow grind. Some people just. straight off the bat, it hits and they go. Like, that's not everyone's story. Like, to be fair, most people, that's not their story. But some people have had to do the slow grind. But if you enjoy what you do, enjoy it. That's perfect. Have something to talk about that's actually something. Make sure you enjoy it because that's what's going to keep you doing it. Consistency is key. and Just do it. Like, now it's so easy to do as well. Just just get it done. I like it.
0: Okay. Uh, Mo, just before we wrap up, have you never watched Field of Dreams?
2: Is that the baseball one?
0: Yes, it yes. is. Yes, it is. Is it's that my favorite all Madonna film. in? No, no, no. That's that's uh, something else.
2: Oh, okay. I'm confused. So Field of Dreams is, is
0: where that quote com- comes from. So you better yeah, watch that film. It it's, my fav- it's my uh, favourite I, film.
2: I don't think I've watched that Your favourite
0: film. film? Field of Dreams is my favourite film, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I like okay. it a lot. I don't know if I like it that much. But
1: yeah, no, it's
0: a good film. <laughs> I'm, I'm that kind of guy. I'm that kind of guy. No, it's yeah. good. I still uh, want, before you
1: go, I still want my critique though.
2: Oh, we're gonna say that off mic because we don't want to. Oh, we don't want to give away any spoilers as well. No, oh, no.
0: no. The, oh, the only well, the critique I was actually gonna give you be, uh, regarding your last series was just uh, the volume. That's all because I had oh, I was I was listening to it from my smart speaker, oh. and I had it on ten. The volume, my, my phone, I was playing it from my phone and through the smart speaker. The volume was all the way up on both, and it's quite loud. So for me to put it all the way up on both, it's like. Uh, is uh, sh- that should be way too loud
1: so that's the only to be thing fair I I, I I know that and i did know that and i figured that out while i was editing and if i'd like taken the gain up any further you would have started to hear a bit of fuzz distortion okay so what i should have done really was re-record i was too deep into the thing i was
0: like i'm no. i've got some tips <laughs> for you bro i've got, got some it? i got some tips for you i got some tips for you yeah <laughs> I've got some tips for you. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Me and me and you can yeah. yeah.
2: Stay stay on the line. Stay yeah. on the line. I'm but, here.
0: I'm here. As usual, if anybody else wants to get any of those tips, you can at us at, at the expansion pod or use yeah. the hashtag uh the expod, that is T H E E X P O D. so that and also connect with our with our guest. He he'll give you his socials now.
1: So, um, at BS by AKD, which is an acronym for Bedtime Stories by Anthony K. Double. So, at BS by AKD on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify, and you can find all my stuff there.
2: And we'll put all of your details in our podcast description. So, yeah, thank you. want people to listen, something a little yeah. bit different, not just always about topical things. So, you know, listen to some... Um bedtime stories or a sonic cinema. Yeah, it's very, highly or recommended. audio Entertainment.
0: Very, like I said, <laughs> my wife don't listen to my podcast, but the minute she finished listening to yours, <laughs> she went to your Instagram. Like, Are you checking out never dude for like, like she like I'm so, <laughs> so so yeah, you, you've got you've got a non-believer into your podcast. i'm actually oh, if, I, if I tell her I'm gonna listen to another episode, she might be up. For and for me, that is the biggest compliment I can give any podcaster. Nice. My wife listens. I'm flattered. I'm totally flattered. So yeah. (laughs) So all our listeners, please um, go out there and have a listen to bedtime stories by Anthony K. Double. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Do you want to do any more socials or anything before we go? No. I think we're cool. Okay. All right. So uh, thanks again for listening. Reach out to us by the uh, socials I gave you: the Expansion Pod and the X Pod hashtag. and uh, let us know what you might want to hear in the, in the remaining episodes. Uh, let us know what, what news we want to do, because we're going to try and start giving out some news. Uh, we, we're going to try and fully fledge this podcast hive. We're, we're going to be a hub for podcasting. Mo yes. is going to do all the work, and I'm going to sit back <laughs> like, like a man should do and let her do it all. So uh, let us know what you want from us. Uh, Anthony, thank you for joining us. You've been a great thank guest. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Right, and thank you for listening to another episode of the expansion pod please come again
2: yeah oh. that was it yes. thank you so much
0: bro, um bro. yeah bruv i can give you some advice in terms of like getting rid of background noise Hit and whatnot and Hit i'm me. assuming you're using a mac so i am yeah um, and you know what actually the big thing is you took all this money You could do this for free, bro. Why are you spending this much money? do You know what it is,
1: yeah. Um, so before I didn't know how to because engineering this is kind of different from my engineering. uh, And this is—I don't want to be condescending at all. It's different from like engineering (laughs) a podcast.
2: Go for it.
1: (laughs) Certain bits you might want to cut out. Where it is is where it is. Whereas when you're engineering an audio play, there's so many different
0: layers to it. You'd be so many different layers. You'd be very very surprised. You'd be very very. No, actually, what I'll take to do.